name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. It's a joy to be celebrating the transfiguration of all of you on a Sunday. We moved the feast over one day so we could be together to celebrate this great feast. So in the uh, service of pre-sanctification, before the, uh, the readings are uh, presented, the um, priest turns around with the censer and a candle and says, the light of Christ, the light of Christ illumines all. This light was the light that Peter and James and John saw on Mount Tabor. This light that illumines all. So we see at the very beginning of this uh, journey about the light, we see the Lord coming to Israel in the form of a cloud, okay, in the form of fire. He comes to Elijah in a small voice, and he shows the light of his divinity, the glory of his divine nature through his humanity on Mount Tabor before his disciples. This light. So we see this opportunity then for us to understand that as Peter said, I was there and saw the light. This is the Son of God. Not only did I see the light of God, but the voice of the Father confirmed it. This is my beloved Son. Elijah and Elijah are there to proclaim that they, the Lord is the fulfillment of the law and the prophets and that he's not the God of the dead but of the Communion of the saints for us is seen right there. That's why we pray to the saints, because they're not dead or alive. You could say either way. Should have put in the prompt cards out here so you could say it. I want you to be excited about this, because the most exciting thing is not just these events. It's where that light resides now. Everybody do this. This big light of mine, and you point right there. You know where that light is? It's right there. It's right there. Wow. This should overwhelm us. The cloud, the fire, the voice of God, the light of Christ. We're excited about all of this, and we understand that that light now resides in me in me, directing me, helping me, forgiving me, moving me toward him. You're not excited. Okay, good. This is such a, we, we have to step over kind of the mundane, right? We have to step over even a bit of what we're dealing with in life today to understand that that light, that light, that divine light shines in me. That my unity with Christ in baptism has united me to his divine, his human nature, and thus I now shine with his divine energy. This is not, beloved, 
just the story of transfiguration. It's the reality of that transfigured light being in me, being in you. So what's that mean? What's that mean to us? It means first and foremost, uh, and we'll take a couple examples from the uh, account uh, of transfiguration in the Gospel of Matthew. First of all, we understand that uh, in this gospel, uh, where did the disciples have to go to receive this vision? A mountain. What do you have to do to get up to a mountain? You have to climb a mountain, right? You have to climb it. Okay? So one of the lessons we learn from this is that we, in our spiritual journey, We'll need to climb mountains. We'll need to make efforts, right? We'll need to make efforts along with the grace of God to find spiritual pearls. It was really interesting. Uh, I got a text from um, Deacon Scott and Karen on their trip to the Rocky Mountains. And there was a picture of them. And next to them was this... uh, uh, the sign of how high they were, 14,000 feet. They had to climb a mountain. And what did they see? They saw beauty. They saw kind of the miracle of God's creation. You know what happens when we make spiritual climbs? We see beauty. We see grandeur. We see the depth of ourself, we see the beauty and love of God for us. This, it's not for us always to just have a problem in our life and pray that God solves that problem immediately. Many times, and I would say most times, there's going to be an effort we need to make to move forward in our spiritual journey. With God's help, of course. Okay, But that journey will bring us virtues, will bring us joy, will bring us peace. It's not always easy. We kind of want that. We want that kind of quick fix. We want that happy meal. (laughs) That's not how it always comes to us. And most of the time, God wants us to make an effort. It's so very critical for us to understand how important this is, that we, we push ourselves sometimes even beyond what we think we can do, because God will be there to help us. But I just want to encourage you that in your life, in the things that are difficult, continue to make your spiritual efforts, because every effort made, every cry to God that's made, receives a grace, whether you feel it or not. God gives you a grace with everything you cry out to him in. Every effort you make, asking his help, God gives a grace to you. And he's with you always, never departs from you. So be encouraged that if we're climbing high mountains, that God is with us, and that there's a a joy at the end of that, at, at that journey. So, the other thing, as we said before, This transfiguration is also about us, about me being changed, me being transfigured more and more into the likeness of Christ. Why is that? Well, for many reasons, for me, 
for my salvation, for you, for your salvation. But God intended us to take that light out. He intended for us to, as he is the healer of humanity, the healer of creation, he has given us that light so we too can be healers and of creation and of humanity. We need to take what is in us in Christ and be able to share that in word or deed, okay, to others and lift them up, lighten their load, heal the sick by my words, by my presence, by just by putting my, a hand on their shoulder, whatever it might be. We are called to be Christ's to this world, to be healers. You know, it's so interesting, uh, years ago, this is a silly uh, thing that, uh, it's not silly, but it sounds silly. Um, years ago, we had somebody uh, uh, was here and told us about in creation, we sow, we sow heaven or we sow hell. He says, when you put a, throw a piece of paper on the ground, and you litter, what are you doing? Throwing a little bit of, you see a piece of litter on the ground and you pick it up, what are you doing? You're sowing a little heaven. So every time I walk by a piece of paper now, one of two things happen. I pick it up or I feel guilty because I didn't pick it up. But that little, that little thing right there is for us to understand. God puts little stuff in front of us all day long to heal other people, to, heal, to say a kind word, to say something encouraging to somebody, to pick up a piece of paper, to help somebody out, whatever it might be. God gives us this charge. He puts the light of Christ in us, and he says, do this on my behalf. Okay? Healers, comforters. We need to be Christ to this world. And we have that ability because we are trans, we have that light of Christ in us. Uh, another thought here, too, for us to help us to be this light. You know, when the disciples uh, saw the transfigured Christ, they fell on their face with fear. They were afraid. And that fear, if we live according to that fear, as Deacon Rico said last week, we cannot find uh, our kind of our bearings, our spiritual bearings. Fear paralyzes us. But Christ comes, and I want you to be encouraged in this. Christ came to those disciples, and he says this, Arise, don't be afraid. You know, there are so many things in our life that can bring fear to us physical circumstances, financial issues, uh, spiritual issues, whatever it might be, and we, we tend to be gripped by get paralyzed to make any effort at all. Christ says, arise. Don't be afraid. I'm with you. Just step into it. Step forward into it a little bit with the help of God. Don't be afraid. He says, don't be afraid. I'm with you. You know, and we hear it in the Psalms, what can man do to you? I'm with you. I'm with you. 
Even in death, I'm with you. Right? So fear, we have to step away from that because we need to step into the love of Christ that allows us and motivates us to be Christ to this world. Just want to encourage you, if fear is there, turn to him. Listen for those words. Arise. Don't be afraid. I'm with you. I'm with you on the journey. I'm with you in this struggle. I'm with you always. So remember that. And then, um, as the light dissipates, they return to normal. They step back into their life again and proceed now very close to the crucifixion. So you're going to leave here. and You're going to step back into normal life. Don't do that. Don't do that. Take that light and step back into the new normal. The new normal. Don't, don't just let this kind of slide by. Take this as an encouragement to live this life, uh, not just here, not just in your prayers, but all the time. All the time. That light doesn't go away. That light stays with you. So may when we hear, let us go forth in peace, let us take that peace, let us take that light out and live that light in this world to the glory of God, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.